Family-owned and operated since 1972. Sevcheck Service Center, 2200 Longmire, just down from the post office in College Station. Receive up to four messages a month, and you may text stop to stop. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Want to get out of just about anything and look like an earth-saving hero? Just use the environment excuse. High school reunion? Ooh, sorry, can't. Planetary obligations. Unfortunate bridesmaid's dress. Unfortunately, you promised the climate you'd buy more vintage. Chauffeuring teens? Yeah, the Earth really needs them to hoof it. That's right, the environment is always the best excuse. So go ahead, ask your bay to dim all the lights because carbon emissions. Tell your dad bought a dad to eat more plants for the planet, obviously. Kindly tell the kids to stop asking for a new phone. I mean, e-waste, right? Find your out and opt in to cutting carbon. Just visit theenvironmentexcuse.org. A public service announcement brought to you by WildAid. From All Willie Wednesday to Beatles Friday, Chip loves his music. Listen in or sing along. Weekdays from 4 to 6, right here. This is KZNE College Station Brian. Got a sports injury in Friday night's game? Come each Saturday morning to Central Texas Sports Medicine for a free evaluation. Open from 8.30 to 10 each Saturday morning. The clinic will also provide x-rays, bracing, and casting to be billed to athletic insurance. For more information, go to SyntexSportsMedicine.com. Again, that's SyntexSportsMedicine.com. Central Texas Sports Medicine on University Drive next to the Physician Center. Welcome. Glad to have you with us in this new week. This portion of the program brought to you by Central Texas Sports Medicine. Coming up, we're going to hear a little from Jimbo. At the bottom of the hour, we have a little something special that we'll tell you about at that time. We're going to hear from Aggie basketball player Henry Coleman because the season starts tonight. And we've got the writers' roundtable in the second hour of the show. Jimbo Fisher saying today that Max Johnson is expected to play despite being hobbled. Fisher said Max was able to finish the game, was a couple of tough shots. We'll wait and see how it goes, but he should be good. I'm planning on him playing. Hopefully we'll see as it goes day to day. If he can't take the snap transfer, Jalen Henderson would be the next man up. Shamar Turner is not expected to be disciplined for his unsportsmanlike penalty in, uh, on Saturday. He got ejected from the game. And Le'Veon Moss is also listed as day-to-day, as are we all. Michigan has received notice from the Big Ten indicated, uh, indicating specific sign-stealing allegations, but it does not indicate what penalties would be administered. Michigan has until Wednesday to respond to the Big Ten. The Big Ten's pursuit of penalties against Michigan and Jim Harbaugh is viewed as a, quote, PR stunt in response to public pressure and in light of the conference's lack of action up to this point. Michigan will legally fight any disciplinary actions, which could block any suspensions from occurring this season. The Butkus Awards semifinalists have been named, and Edrin Cooper is not on the list. I'm not sure how that happens exactly. There's 12, count them, 12 linebackers on the list, and Edrin Cooper didn't make the cut. As I mentioned earlier, the Aggie basketball team starts play tonight against powerhouse A&M Commerce. That game will tip off at 7 o'clock. You can hear the broadcast on 1620 WTAW. A&M holds a 3-1 lead in this rival series over the years. Tennessee is the betting favorite to win the Big 12, but A&M is number two on that list. 
other SEC teams in action tonight, Georgia and Oregon. By the way, uh, we're going to turn that game on here in just a minute because it's, it's on TV this afternoon. Tennessee Tech and Tennessee, South Carolina hosting USC Upstate. Ooh, that's another big one. Kentucky, New Mexico State, Arkansas, Alcorn State, Florida, Loyola, Maryland, not Loyola, Maramont, LSU, Mississippi Valley State, Ole Miss, Alabama State. There's a lot of states in in these openers. Uh, Alabama and Moorhead State and Missouri and Arkansas, Pine Bluff, all games tonight. Um, That's on True TV, I believe. There we go. Uh, Is that game already started? I think that game is already started. It is 28-14, Georgia leading Oregon. Uh, Kansas is the betting favorite to win the Big 12 with Houston, Texas, and TCU. Next in the SEC, as I mentioned, Tennessee, A&M, Kentucky, and Florida. Four days after the Rangers lifted the commissioner's trophy, the defensive aptitude that helped them win it all has been rewarded. Catcher Jonah Heim, first baseman Nathaniel Lowe, and right fielder Adolis Garcia were all named Gold Glove Award winners yesterday. Second baseman Marcus Simeon and shortstop Corey Seager got hosed. They were both finalists. Uh, Maurizio Dubon won a gold glove for a utility spot, which is a little unusual. Reliever Hector Neris has declined an $8.5 million option for this coming season. That will make him a free agent. The 34-year-old Neris started uh, strong um, and will probably get a multi-year deal. He made 71 appearances with a 171 earn run average as a setup man this year in Houston. The Cubs are hiring former Brewers manager Craig Council as their next manager. The news, um, a little bit shocking since David Ross was signed through 2025. He was fired. Council spent the last nine seasons as the manager of uh, the Brewers, who were 707 and 625 and made the playoffs five different times under Counselor's tenure. The Mets are hiring Carlos Mendoza as their new manager. Mendoza spent 15 years with the Yankees in multiple roles, including managing in the minor leagues in the past four seasons as bench coach to Aaron Boone. Uh, I will tell you that tomorrow we will have a high school report. Uh, Let's see. We are going to hear from Mr. Cronover uh, tomorrow on the show. Albert Regis will join us Thursday on the show. Um, And mm, that's enough for now. I've got other stuff brewing, including for Friday besides our regular Friday guests, which will be uh, Kirk Bowles and Prince Werneman. All right, um, we're going to take a break. We're going to hear from Jimbo. We are going to crown our Week 10. No, uh, yes, our Week 10, Friday's Fearless winner coming up, and tell you about the games we're picking for Week 11. We are running out of weeks, my friends. The final lap up next, brought to you by Anco Insurance. For 150 years, Anco Insurance has been serving clients and supporting communities throughout the Brazos Valley. Today, Anco strives to be a leader in the insurance industry by helping clients protect what matters most. Let the experienced team at Anco work alongside you to find solutions for your business or personal insurance needs. Anco Insurance, independent, client-focused, value-driven, Contact us at 800-749-1733 or online at anco.com. 
NASCAR Cup Series race recap from Texas Motor Speedway. I'm Kerry Murphy. 10 1 is how we're looking at things. Chase Briscoe. Then you got Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Daniel Suarez recovered from a spin on pit road. Brad Keslowski, Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin, number five. Then Christopher Bell, Bubba Wallace could have had a victory in this one. And Ross Chastain, one spot short of the win. To victory lane, William Byron grabs his sixth win this season, 10th career win. And he only led the final six laps of the race and moves on to the next round of the playoffs, the round of eight. 300th overall win for Hendrick Motorsports, a milestone for sure. Major players in the playoffs had issues. Kyle Busch out of the race early, wrecking hard. Martin Truex Jr. spun. Kyle Larson also wrecked hard with about 17 laps to go. He led 99 laps on the day. A big crash with about 12 laps to go and involved was one of the playoff drivers, Ryan Blaney, dumping him into the bottom four. So let's see here. The bottom four drivers after the first race of the round of 12 are Bubba Wallace, despite leading 111 laps. He finished third in the race as well. Tyler Reddick in the bottom four, Ryan Blaney, and of course, Kyle Busch, 17 points out of the top eight. Talladega Super Speedway is up next in the NASCAR Cup Series round of 12, race number two. And you can check it out Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern on NBC. This is the final lap. I've always gotten tons of UTIs. Cranberry products never worked for me, and I was desperate for a way to be proactive. I'm Jenna Ryan, CEO and founder of Eucora. We've worked with doctors to develop effective urinary tract health products. Just mix a packet of Eucora with water and drink it when you need support, like right after intimacy. Eucora is helping over 100,000 women stay healthy. Ready to join them? Get 30% off at eucora.com radio. That's U-Q-O-R-A dot radio. By texting 64,000, you agree to receive recurring automated marketing messages from Babbel. Message and data rates may apply. No purchase required. Terms apply. Available at babbel.com slash TNC. We're going abroad for the first time in years. To Spain. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿De dónde eres? ¿De dónde eres? In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Babbel. Language for life. And now try Babbel for free by texting radio to 64,000. Text RADIO to 64000. Fearless Football Forecast Contest. I've made a horrific mistake. And it's not the first one, and it won't be the last one as I grade these. We had already called what we thought was today's winner, but I got to thinking. He missed the tiebreaker game. I knew there were other people at 9-1, and and I went back and checked, and sure enough, uh, we have a different winner because... This person also picked nine games correct, but they got the tiebreaker game correctly. That's the whole point of the tiebreaker, that, of course, picking the scores. And I'm stalling because Blake is going to bring me the name of the winner. So uh, congratulations to Pat Shields. Pat Shields is the winner this week, and he will win two vouchers to the Renaissance Festival. The only game he lost was the Bucks and the Texans. And he lost that by about five seconds, I think. So, Pat Shields, you win. Sam Vernon, you lose because you picked Oklahoma in the tiebreaker game. That's just how we roll here on the show. We try to be as fair as possible. Friday's Fearless Football Forecast Contest is brought to you by... Zwerneman Flooring and Chad Jones Law. Now we're on to week 11. USC Oregon is the tiebreaker. Why? Because there's going to be a lot of points in that game, and I thought it'd be a fun tiebreaker. Uh, Wagner and Aiden Consolidated, Bernie Champion College Station, Utah, Washington, Miami, Florida State, Tennessee, Missouri, Ole Miss, Georgia, 
Mississippi State A&M, the Texans and the Bengals, and the Giants and the Cowboys. Those are the Week 11 games. Get online at ChipHower.com. Make your picks between now and 5 p.m. Friday. And maybe I'll get it right when I choose the Week 11 winner. Friday's Fearless Football Forecast Contest, America's Most Loved Football Pick'em Contest. It is a division of Sports Talk and presented by Chad Jones Law and Zwerdeman Flooring. And once more, congratulations to our Week 10 winner, Pat Shields. Okay. Uh, sorry, Sam. I just crumpled you up and threw that in the trash. Um, every Monday of the football season, Jimbo meets with the media, answers questions. We carry that live right here on The Zone just around 1 o'clock uh, each Monday. Today was no exception, but I understand that some of you have jobs and you can't get to your radios. So as a public service, uh, we like to play at least part of what Jimbo had to say. And uh, today it sounded a little like this. You know, it's, it's a... You know, that's a game, had a heck of a game, um, had opportunities in all three phases, whether it was offense, defense, or special teams to make one more play that could put us over the top. Had I mean, and made, but at the same time made plays in all three phases at times and really did some good things. And uh, the heart, the competitiveness, have got to learn to find that inch on that one play or two plays, whether it's, you know, from, from alignment, you know, perfect technique, you know, just giving up an inch to be able to get a play, a first down, a touchdown, uh, you know, field goal, uh, return, you know. Guys played their hearts out in the game. and that's But that's, you know, at the end of the day, you, you got to win the game. And uh, we got to figure that out and, and, and get it done and uh, move on. There's a very hurt locker room afterwards, very hurt. Like I say, we all, we all hurt. At the same time, was proud of the effort, the tenacity. Not taking no. I mean, had some set, uh, big setbacks in the game where they had some momentum swings, and we just kept answering back. I mean, there's a lot of character in there. There's, there's a lot of heart. There's a lot of toughness. There's a lot of skill. And we got to find it out. And as coaches, we got to keep finding ways for them to do it and putting them in position and demand they do it. And, and then at times, you know, they have to pull the pin at the right time, too. It's a combination of everything and uh, find one more play. But there's a lot of heart in them, a lot of toughness in them. And, uh, Hopefully we got to move on this week to play Mississippi State. Mississippi State's a very good football team, uh, very physical. Defensively are a pain in the tail. Uh, Zach and what his defense does comes from the Rocky Long background up front with constant twists, stunts, blitzes, uh, multiple blitzes, uh, and constant movement up front with his ET twist, TE twist, T -t -t tackle nose twist, blitzes, packages, uh, secondary blitzes, um, a lot of multiplicity of things on defense, very physical. They're long. Uh, you know, 94, and those guys inside, 94, 9, 36 can rush, 37. 26 is big and physical on the edges. Corner, 3 can really cover. Uh, 7 is active and physical. 10 and 1 is the safeties, 4 and 34 the other ones. The backers play really hard inside. 44 and 14 are active backers that will play at the next level. They're physical. They're tough. Do a great job. Offensively, uh, the quarterback has been banged up. Will Rogers, who was one of the best in the league, probably the top guy returning. Uh, they throw it. Uh, They've played, played in their backups right now, and it's changed them a little bit, not throwing it as much, but still really good. The back, Marks, I think, is as good a back as there is in the league. When you watch his film and, and the pro, like I said, he's, he's going to be a big-time pro guy. In my opinion, five, can really run at receiver. He's had a 200-yard game against the South Carolina, can really make plays. The other receivers are long, lanky, athletic. Up front, they're good. Kicking game is good, good, and fives are also the kickoff return guy who was last year had an outstanding year, hasn't had quite as good a year in return game this year, but he's very capable and, and really hits it. So it's going to be a very good, very tough game. They're physical up front. Uh, we need to play well, get back and get back in the groove, and flush that one from last week, and take what we did well and build on it. And the things we get, the inches we got to find uh, on the other phases of we got to correct and move on. And get ready to play a Mississippi State team this week. Questions down front, Brent. Update on Max Johnson and Le'Veon Yeah, Ma oh, Ma Le'Veon uh, got tackled. He's walking around. I mean, he didn't, it was not a, it's not a terror, no surgery. Just he was looked like some of the swellings really come out. So hopefully we'll be, you know, go day to day on that. Max finished the game, was, had a couple tough shots, but we'll wait and see how it goes. But he should be good. I mean, I'm planning on him playing, hopefully. We'll see as it goes day by day. 
So 10, 10 and 11 over the past two seasons, mm-hmm. some close calls in there, obviously. What a lot of gives you the belief moving forward that you'll ultimately compete for titles? Well, I mean, I, because I think we have the talent, too, and I think the kids have the heart, too. I mean, you saw in that game. I mean, there, there's no – whether we're 10 and 11, the guys aren't backing off of it. I mean, they're still competing and being right there at one play. And as long as you're, you're that close in that way and, they're, and they're, the look in their eyes, you can get there. And we just got to keep coaching them and finding those positions and stay healthy at the right position and get the ball to the right guy at the right time or get the right guy on defense free at the right time and, and make that play. I, I, you watch us play and how physical we play and how hard we play. I, I think it's – and our opponents, when they get done with the game, I mean, they're fortunate, and they'll tell you. I mean, they, they knew we had a good team, and it was played really well. We just got to find a way. And once you do it, I've been there, and you build slowly, and you, you've went down and build back up. Once you get over that hump and the guys can feel that, I think they'll take off, and I think we'll build it and do it. Second row, David, and then Ole. Been there before. Jim, over the last three years, several quarterbacks have gotten hurt. I think five done for the year. Have you all been able to assess the why behind it? Well, yeah. I mean, guys get banged up. I mean, a couple of our guys have gotten hurt on quarterback sneaks. I mean, so let alone on getting hit in the pocket. I mean, some so some of the things we've had a toe, we had a we had turf toe last year with he bent his toe. He was running and stuck his toe in the ground and got a turf toe. This year we had an ankle. We got a, he went to step up and the lineman came through and he stepped and hit an ankle. Uh, Max hit a hit his thumb on a helmet. I mean, some of them are freak, not good accidents. You get hit, you want nobody around your quarterback. But in today's game, that's that's an unrealistic thing. But you broke a thumb last year. Max on a follow through hit a helmet. Uh, Haynes turned his turf toe, when, which blew up, and we were stepping up to throw, and a guy hit what's uh, Connor in the, in the ankle. I mean, that was much as anything. So, and the year before, uh, Haynes was running in the open field. The one at Colorado, he wasn't getting hit in the pocket. He broke a run. And scrambled out and was running and stuck his foot in the ground and and got hit in space. I mean, some of it's freak accidents as much as anything, and it's unfortunate luck. I've, like I say, I've never had that happen before in my life, but it's it's bitten us here. So hopefully we can get through it. In the uh, in three of the four losses, special teams has played a huge part in it. Have you thought about reassessing the way you guys go into special teams? We do it every day. We evaluate every day, every every scheme we run, every deal we do, how much we work on things, how much we you know, play on things. I mean, we sat there and, you know, hold brooms up for guys to kick over. I mean, you sat there and, you know, that ball got, like I say, the inches got the top of his finger. Uh, we were also returned one for a touchdown. We've returned three kicks or two kicks or one kick this year and one took it back, set up a score, and the other one scored this year. So we've had our our great positive. And I think two years ago we were number one in the country on special teams. So, you know, it – it goes back and forth. You're always evaluating offense, defense, special team, every inch of everything you do, and you don't over-evaluate it either. Sometimes you, you go changing for changing. Sometimes you just got to do what you do better. So we try to do it every day. Second row, Olin, then we'll go to the back. Uh, Jimbo, if, if uh, Max is unavailable, what what steps would you take then? I mean, what, play well, next? Jalen would, would, would be the next quarterback and he would guy? play. Yeah, and him, Marcel, would play. They're, they're threes and fours. Okay, I didn't know if maybe you'd look at Anais as like a, uh, what do you call it, wildcat. Um, all right, just wanted to confirm that. And then um, because of the injuries at quarterback, I wonder, does that make y'all ever feel like you have to uh, kind of relook at, at, at blocking schemes or anything like that? Well, I mean, you watch, and you go watch quarterbacks that run around out there in college football, they get the heck knocked out of them every week, and they're not sliding and running through. And some guys, some guys are just more prone to be injuries than others. I mean, you know, how you, block, how you pass block, how you run block. I mean, like I said, how they got hurt. I mean, hit a thumb in space running five yards down the field. Uh, turned my tur- turf toe and what was the other one, I think? Connor, Connor got, we, we got beat on a protection. He's, he stepped up, the guy hit him in the ankle. So, no, not really. I mean, you, you don't change that. Go back behind the lights to the left side, Tyler, and then to the right, Ben. Jim, are there any unique challenges going up against a, a head coach for the first time, like, like Zach, that you, you haven't seen head-to-head before? Uh, it depends if, if it was a first game or two. He's got, you know, eight, nine games under his belt. You kind of see where they're at because, you know, everybody's team's going to be the same. And, and he's a defensive guy, so you know what they're going to do defensively. They've changed offensively a little bit. Their, their uh, philosophy offensively and system offensively is not the same as it was under Mike. So, But we've had eight or nine games, so you know that. And, but there's always things you're not going to know about a guy until he coaches a couple years probably. And then um, – especially for the seniors, but kind of how 
special or, or, or cool is it to have another night game at Kyle? Well, I think it's great. They love them. They love the games. They love any game in Kyle. I mean, they like. I mean, it's funny. Everybody says night games. We at eleven o'clock. We've been over a hundred thousand every game. We're a hundred, hundred two thousand every game, whether it's eleven o'clock at night or six thirty in the evening. I mean, eleven o'clock in the morning or six thirty in the evening. It's amazing how our people show up, no matter what the what the circumstances are. But it's great to be in, in night games. Guys will be juiced up and they'll get all day and be ready to go. Same back behind the lights on the right, Ben, and then Chip right in front. Coach, we've seen that at times this year. It seemed like a little bit more maybe this past Saturday. Uh, Max having to buy time, kind of backpedaling and and having to kind of throw it away off his back foot at times. Well, it's been a couple of times we got to step up too. Yeah, a couple of times we got to, you know, a couple. Of, we had some pressures in there that he, he we got early, but later on we started. They were going out wide. We got to step up in the pocket. That causes some of that too. But that's just a feel, and you got to get a feel for it. Is and there, sometimes there's unblocked guys. They're bringing hot routes. If you're bringing, right. you got five, and they're bringing six. If you got six, they're bringing seven. If you got seven, they're bringing eight. Then you, you know, you're getting it out. And he did a couple. He did about two times in that game. They they brought extra people than we had blocking. He and he hit the hot route. And matter of fact, hit three. I think twice. Number three twice on really good option routes in there. Then and got them. Are there any adjustments you can make during the game to? If if stepping up for whatever reason is it has well, sometimes you step up or something on the play. No, you just got to tell him feel the rush. You listen, quarterback's got two fronts he's got to deal with: the coverage and the protection, and the people around him. You don't ever look at the people around you. That's complete feel. If your eyes ever look at the rush, you're done as a quarterback. You read coverage, feel rush, and you got to be able to feel pressure around you. Some guys do it different different ways and different things they see based on what the play is or whatever. So that's just something you can work at continually and anything get better adds reps. And it's, it's hard to simulate. You can only simulate it with live reps in practice or simulated hard rush and guys getting in the pocket. Have you been told you have cataracts? Texas Regional Eye Center is proud to be Aguiland's exclusive provider of the light adjustable lens. This revolutionary technology allows you to adjust your vision after surgery to find the right focus point for your lifestyle. Using a non-invasive light treatment, you can shift the focus distance of your lens multiple times, effectively dialing in the vision you like best. Don't settle for a one-size-fits-all solution to cataract surgery. Customize your vision to see the world the way you like. You'll only find this technology in Aggieland at Texas Regional Eye Center. So call 774-0498 to make your appointment today or visit texasregionaleye.com for more information. Make your appointment today with Dr. Bill Riggs or Dr. Kyle Varvel and learn more about the light adjustable lens at Texas Regional Eye Center. Call 774-0498. That's 774-0498. All right, uh, a little bit of what Jimbo had to say earlier today, 1 o'clock. Uh, you heard that here on The Zone. Aggie basketball is on 1620. WTAW uh, tonight, 630, 7 o'clock start against A&M Commerce. We're going to hear from Henry Coleman coming up. Also, um, we have a special guest calling in at 430. He is a friend of the show. I will just say, uh, Ranger fans, you need to tune in. I will say that, and uh, we'll leave it there for now. We have the Writers Roundtable. That is coming up at 5 o'clock. Robert Cessna, Rusty Burson. Um, hopefully, Rusty has uh, finished celebrating uh, for the time being, but um, we have not really visited since the Rangers won the championship Wednesday night. So we are going to talk a little. Uh, we are going to talk a little baseball. I will tell you that. Uh, that's uh, a given. Uh, we're also going to talk a little basketball since the season has started, and Oregon and Georgia are playing the Hall of Fame Classic in Las Vegas right now. Georgia got behind by like 17 points and then went on a big run near the end of the first half. Um, by the way, Dana Altman's a pretty good coach, in case you didn't know that. I can't believe he's been 14 seasons at Oregon. Good gosh, that doesn't seem possible. Oregon is leading by a little bit. If they'd ever put the score up, I would tell you what it is. But this is the first 
big time game of the day as the season opens, and we're very excited about that. Um, A and M will go to Columbus, Ohio, and play. Wow. This game has been a game of runs, <clears throat> 40 to 30, Oregon leading Georgia at the half. Um, A&M and Ohio State play Friday night, and that's streamed on Peacock, which nobody has. All right, uh, Galleria, just the name Galleria conjures up class. They've been part of our community for many years. And, you know, year after year, they have won the best of at everything, whether it's the day spa out on Rock Prairie, the spa boutique and salon at Century Square. Uh, they've got it going on. You know, you can sign up for memberships. There's three different levels of membership. You can customize your treatments with the kind of pampering that you enjoy the most, whether it's Swedish massages or facials or manis or petties. Couples massages. The Century Square location has a full hair salon for women, a barber shop for men, all the spa services, and of course a complete boutique with clothing, home decor, jewelry, and gentlemen's. Um, you can go online and get your significant other a gift certificate for Galleria. One gift guaranteed not to be returned, guaranteed to be used. Go online at GalleriaSpaSalon.com, GalleriaSpaSalon.com. Producers Cooperative Association was started by the farmers and ranchers of the Brazos Valley in 1943 and ever since has been the area's agricultural provider. We've grown to be the largest member-owned agricultural cooperative in the state of Texas with the mission to provide agriculture with the needed products, programs, and services. Everything ag. We have it. All of it. Stop by and visit us or call us at 979-778-6000. Seamless Home Products wants to protect your home and landscaping the right way. The only way to be a 30-year-old company with an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating is to always provide our customers with quality work and dependable customer service. We will not cut corners on materials or installation. Seamless Home Products guarantees you that our work will be the best, and years from now, we will still be here standing behind it. Call for a free quote on gutters or screened enclosures at 979-779-3400 or visit SeamlessHomeProducts.com. 30 years of local professional service. from Ernest Crownover uh, tomorrow on our offensive player segment. Coming up, the Riders Roundtable. But right now we're going to jump out to the Players Fund Center phone line and visit with Bob Eibach. Bob has been with us many times over the years. And this is by far the most excited I've been with Bob's appearance today. How you doing, Bob? Hey, Chip. Nice to be with you. Yeah, you know, you wait what? 63 years <laughs> well 63 and when they came when they came to arlington it was uh 52 years ago so yeah i've, I've waited a while yes yes i uh, i remember uh i was uh, covering i was just breaking into sports writing with the uh, washington post in those days and i covered a lot of the senators games when ted williams was the manager yep. that first year yep and that was their final year uh in washington and they moved to arlington and uh, you know, the wait is over, and uh, I know uh, being a former Chicago Cub guy, I was in their front office. We only had to wait 108 years for them <laughs> to win the World Series, but so this was this was a shorter period. But we've got something for Ranger fans. If you want to get a piece of history and something that you're going to want to commemorate, look at, just Google over for, for many years to come, I think I may have the item just for you. And uh, you, you can use it as a Christmas or holiday gift idea, Chip. Uh, it'll be sent to you in plenty of time to consider that. What I'm talking about is a officially licensed three-ball baseball set that commemorates the Rangers winning their first ever uh, World Series championship. Um, each of the three uh, baseballs comes with a gold base acrylic display case. Mm. The ball sits up there really nice. It looks handsome in there. Only 5,000 of these three-ball 
baseball sets will ever be produced. They're officially licensed. You'll get a certificate of authenticity. They're just $99.95 for you get all three of the baseballs. And in a second, I'll give out a toll-free number and a website how you can order these. We're closing in on about halfway being sold out. So I would urge people to, uh, you know, with this being so historical, to uh, get on the phone and and order these sooner than later because they will be sold out. The first ball uh, is an official uh, 2023 World Series championship baseball. On various panels in that ball will have Rangers history, the starting lineup uh, for the Rangers this year, and they'll cost a little section there. It says the road to the World Series, uh, and we have a breakdown series by series in the nice. playoffs, who they beat. And so you'll have that information to store away for years to come and have a conversation about that. Nice. The second baseball is a salute to some of their elite hitters. And I'm talking about Garcia, uh, Seager, yep. and uh, Simeon. Yep. Simeon. And their stats and their photographs are on that baseball. And then the third baseball is kind of interesting because it's got an aerial color shot uh, from a helicopter of Globe Life Field. And it really pops out in one section of that ball, along with some history about the ballpark and also the official logo that the team adopted for the ballpark. So you get all that. It's $99.95. Again, only 5,000 will ever be produced, halfway sold out already. Here's how you can order. I'll give out the phone number and website. It's 1-800-345-2868. Again, 800-345-2868. Or just go to the website. You can see it there. It really pops out. I think you'll appreciate when you can actually look at this set. It's nicosports.com, spelled N-I-K-C-O sports.com, N-I-K-C-O sports.com, or again, that number, 1-800-345-2868. They'll be sent to you in plenty of time shortly after Thanksgiving, uh, probably by the 1st of uh, December, so you can use them for a Christmas or holiday gift. And I've already had some people say, they're going to order a couple sets, they've told me, and I said, uh, what are you going to do with the extra sets? He says, well, we're going to divide those up and <laughs> use them as stocking stuffers. You know, <laughs> nice. So somebody's going to get the official World Series ball. Somebody else will get the one with the three guys' pictures nice. on them. And somebody else gets the one with the, uh, the, the stadium on there. Um, you know, we've done this over the years, Bob. We've done it for the Astros. We've done it uh, footballs for the Dallas Cowboys. We've yep. done one for Johnny Manziel when he won the Heisman. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the, these things, uh, I, I, I will vouch for the fact that these folks always do a fantastic job. They're not some cheap-looking little gift. The, these things are keepsakes, there's no doubt. They really are, Chip. And the other thing I want to point out, too, is and it's important to me, uh, over the years, like the last six, seven years, we've raised over $3.3 million for charities. Wow. And I know some of the proceeds from this will go to Extra Yard for Teachers. It'll help out school teachers get some of the things that they need uh, to keep uh, the students happy, uh, pencils and pads and mm-hmm. books and things like that. And the money stays in Texas. I'll mention again, it's uh, nicosports.com, N-I-K-C-O nicosports.com or 1-800-345-2868 1-800-345-2868 uh, Bob, I always appreciate it. I appreciate you thinking about us and like I said by far this is the most exciting offering you've had since we've been doing this in my Well, I, I'm glad you enjoyed that <laughs> Chip. You know, listen, listen, when I hear things like that, it makes me feel good because you know uh, these are, these make great gifts, and there's a lot of history here, and that's what makes baseball such a great sport. No doubt. And when you haven't won in uh, so many years, whether it's 50 years or 60, if you're counting the senator stuff, uh, it, it makes for an amazing piece of memorabilia. And these things will appreciate because anytime you do something and do it for the first time, there's yep. no, that's that's history. There's only one first time, Bob. That's that's what my wife told me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I always appreciate the visit, Bob. Thanks so much, and uh, thanks for the offer for our listeners. 
Okay, listen, you take care of yourself, Chip, all right? Thank you, sir. That's Bob Ibach. NikoSports.com. N-I-K-C-O. NikoSports.com. I hesitate to do this before I've gotten a chance to get online and do that, but I will. Uh, Believe me, we will. uh, This thing is going probably, I can't decide. I'm probably at home, not in the office. Probably at home. Probably right on the hearth of the fireplace at home in a preeminent spot. I've got it all picked out. So uh, pretty cool. Three commemorative uh, baseballs on gold pedestals under a big plexiglass covering. Uh, they're, they're pretty cool. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to turn our attention to basketball. It's hoops coming up. Um, We'll do that after this for Stuart Elms Orthodontics and Oscar and Sons. Dr. Elms asks, what is the sound of a smile? Or a really great smile? Or a truly world-class, life-changing, one-in-a-million smile? From good to great, Dr. Elms creates the smiles that are music to our ears. Learn more about creating your own beautiful music at DrElms.com. So, you didn't see the... Trailer. Other car. Fence. And now your vehicle needs body work, so you need Oscar & Sons Body Shop. The family business has spent over 40 years undoing damage, both large and small, and they give free estimates at their location. Family owned and operated. When quality counts, remember Oscar & Sons Body Shop in Bryan. Call 979-778-6736 or click oscarandsons.com. My thanks to Bob Ibach for checking in and for the offer of the Rangers' commemorative World Series baseballs. All right, um, 7 o'clock tip-off, A&M, A&M Commerce tonight out at Reed. On Friday, Henry Coleman met with a few members of the media, including our own Sean Burnett, and it sounded a lot like this. What did you think of the, the game against Tech and and – uh, how did you feel like your game has, has improved since last year? I thought it was an unbelievable environment, especially for our, an exhibition game. I think um, our younger guys were able to experience something before the season as far as playing in a packed house and, and kind of dealing with some adversity. I thought we played well. Uh, Texas Tech came out. Uh, they you know, shot the ball really well, especially from the three-point line. But I think we did all the right things um, leading up to it and even during the game. Uh, I would say uh, I just try to do what's best uh, for the team, whether that was rebounding, um, passing the ball, playing off two feet, um, defending well on the other end. I just try to do whatever helped us um, put us in a position to win. Now, Henry, in years past, A&M seems to have gotten off the slow starts in the non-conference. Uh, obviously, given what happened Sunday, there might be more reason to expect something like that, at least on our end. From what you see inside the program, what about this team tells you that it's going to be different this year? Uh, I just think that we're taking one day at a time. I don't think we're looking forward. Um, like I was t- talking to Coach earlier, uh, we want to be good today, so we're great tomorrow. Um, and I think that you know that's something that we've kind of preached throughout this whole uh, process, throughout this whole year. I think last year we kind of jumped the gun a little bit and started focusing on teams down the road, and weren't focused um, in the moment. And so I think. You know, just kind of being right where our feet are and taking it day by day and doing the right things uh, so we can be, you know, a better team down the road. How do you try to, you know, I'm sure you want to come into this year and you, you want to help the team more if you can than you did last year. How do you kind of find that balance between, like you said, just finding your place to do stuff on the floor with, I guess, that natural human instinct of, like, I want to go out of my way to make the extra play or do a little bit more. How do you, I guess, kind of thread that needle? Uh, I think it's just reps and reps of playing playing basketball. Um, uh, it's a fine line between uh, good and great. And throughout the game, you realize that there's a fine line and stuff like you were just saying of like, do I make that extra play? Do I go after this? 
I think you have to kind of be within yourself and trust yourself. Um, you know, your confidence can only really come from your work. So, you know, I've, I've worked worked a ton this off season, worked a ton right now. And so, you know, I'm confident in the things that, you know, this team is doing what I'm doing. Game one on Monday, just how excited you get back in the league? Oh, super excited. Uh, you know, guys in the locker room, especially new guys, are just, you know, they're eager to get out there, eager to play in front of uh, the 12th man. Um, you know, we're excited. We, we know, you know, how the year ended last year and how and how packed uh, Reed was uh, every game, especially those last stretch of the SEC games. And so uh, we're excited. I know the 12th man will be there and uh, can't thank them enough. You mentioned those newcomers and this somebody like you so publicly stated his love and appreciation for this university. What have you told them about playing in front of this fan base and in this building? I told them embrace it, man. You know, you're only really here, you know, four years, some guys five, some guys six with the new rules. But you're only here for, you know, a couple of years. So I think you have to embrace every moment. Um, you have to, you know, it's fun when it's a close game, packed house. Um, you know, you know, it's a, it's just a different environment. I think, um, from my time when I first came here, uh, to last season, kind of see how we've progressed, we've increased, um, the amount of people coming to the games and just the love, the love around the game. I think last year, the fans truly, you know, were into the games. They knew things that were happening. They knew what a charge was. They knew when socks and stuff were coming out. And so I think 12th man has just done an unbelievable job. Um, uh, and, and those guys, man, I, I just, uh, kept telling them, man, just embrace it. It only happens a couple of times. I know y'all are, you know, one game at a time and just kind of day by day, but y'all have any goals specifically about, uh, I know y'all played well at home last year about, you know, protecting Reed and trying to go the whole year without a loss here. Is that something y'all talk about or is it just day by day? I think it's just kind of in what we do every day. Um, we want to win every game. You know, sometimes adversity hits, you're not going to do that. But I think for us, our ability to to play well at Reed, play in front of a packed house and give the fans something to really cheer for is, is in the back of our minds. We know, um, you know, we have to kind of be really good within within the home court. Um, even for stuff down the road, you have to try to defend home court and try to win some games on the road as well. Given all the preseason love that Wade has gotten, what is it like to see him handle that and uh, earn that success? No, it's unbelievable. He comes from a great family. Um, he's a great person himself outside of this basketball stuff that he does very well. Um, but, you know, I think he's the same way. He moves the same way, talks the same way, you know, puts his shoes on the same way. I don't think it's gotten to him at all. I think he knows what he has to do. He's somebody who works a ton. Um, and he's truly confident within his work. And so I think he's the same weight, and he'll be an even better player this year. What is it like playing with a player of that stature, capability and ability? Well, it's awesome. I mean, um, I've played with some, you know, some really good guys in, in high school, played alongside Armando Baycott, kind of see him and what he's done at UNC, but um, and played AU with Mark Williams when, when he was at Duke. And um, so it's, it's, I've played against some, you know, some really, really good guys. And just to see the work ethic and, and how much they want to win, I think that's what kind of gets lost. People look at the points and the rebounds or the blocks. But at the end of the day, those guys truly want to win. And I think that's Wade's biggest goal. I know sometimes it doesn't look like, if he scores two points, he wants to win. But, you know, he has to do what's right for this team. And um, I think, you know, he's got a great head on his shoulders. He's, you know, remained very humble and he's just excited. And I know that he wants to win, win for himself and for this university. Kind of along those lines of preseason expectations, uh, you know, I know y'all as a team obviously uh, have a lot of, I don't want to say necessarily a huge target on your back, but you're not going to sneak up on anybody this year, especially in league play. How are you kind of? talking to each other about how to handle that aspect of, you know, we're, we're going to probably get everyone's best shot. Every yeah. And I mean, for, for this program, much of this time, we've kind of been the hunters when we go out there and now we're kind of the hunt, the hunted, but I think we've kind of kept the same mindset of being hunters still before every game, uh, Wade breaks the auto down and he still says hunt. And I think that's what we have to continue to do. If we, if we get, you know, content with, um, being hunted, then this team will not have any success. So I think we have to continue to be the hunters. Last time we were in this room, um, someone asked us, out of all the returning talent, who who do they think since the offseason has gotten the, the best? And he mentioned you by name and talked about your maturity and your leadership. 
Can you tell us what what's happened since last year to this year that, that would make us say that? I would say just trying to be a guy who's I, I get pretty emotional when stuff happens, when adversity and stuff hits. I'm trying to be somebody who's more calm within those situations and kind of when success is coming my way, deflect it to other people. I think that's what's kind of helped me along, especially the off season. I mean, just continue to learn the game. I think that's a big step I took. I probably watched the most film I've ever watched as far as an off season. So kind of learning the game a little bit more, make sure when I'm on the court, the game is a lot slower uh, than it has been in the past. And so just continue to try to lead the guys, try to say the right things at the right moment, even when, you know, sometimes people don't want to hear it. You have to be honest. And we talk about that as a team, I think, that's what makes this team special. We're honest. Um, nobody's going to sugarcoat anything w- within it. And so uh, I think just being honest within the within the team and even even what coach sometimes coach asks me, you know, Henry, do, do you think this is right for the team? Do you think it's wrong for the team? So just being honest with, with him, too. Um, yeah. I, I know you mentioned not looking ahead um, in terms of games, but are, are you excited to later in the non-conference to get back to Virginia? Yeah, I'm super excited. Um, Coach Williford and Coach Bennett are two, two guys who who I admire how, how they go about their their day to day life how they how they are as family uh, men how they are as coaches um, two people that I really have a ton of respect for and just to go go back home and play in John Paul Jones uh, play in front of a lot of family and friends who haven't been able to see me play since high school uh, will be special um, but you know we still have to win that game I like if I sit the bench the whole time score zero points and we still win the game I think that's what with maybe what's best for Texas A&M. Um, but, you know, I'm super excited for it, and I think it would just be an unbelievable environment. Senator Coleman, I will say, if he has to sit on the bench and don't score any points, they're probably not going to beat Virginia. Uh, pretty good schedule that Buzz has put together, much better than what they've had. It took several years, I think, to understand how important non-conference strength of schedule is. And they've done something about that this year with uh, Ohio State, Penn State, either Florida Atlantic or Butler, both really good programs. Virginia, obviously, has won national titles. Um, DePaul has not been good. They have still have a basketball name, but they're not very good. Memphis will be good. Houston will be good. So, look, several really nice games on the schedule. Uh, unfortunately, the only decent, well, or- Oral Roberts, uh, I think, had a good year last year. So they are playing them at home and they are playing DePaul and Memphis at home. Like I said, they went to DePaul last year. Was it last year or the year before? It's a home and home. Um, DePaul's not very good. But hey, with the transfer portal these days, you don't know. I haven't paid enough attention to see what they have in. We know Houston is good. That's part of the doubleheader December 16th down in Houston at the Toyota Center. Um, We know Virginia is good. We know Florida Atlantic or Butler, depending on how that tournament goes, is good. We know what Penn State did last year in the tournament to Texas A&M. That's their opener on Thanksgiving morning in Kissimmee at the ESPN complex, right? Uh, SMU wasn't very good last year. The last eight or 10 years, they, they have been good. Last year, they weren't. They were decimated by the transfer portal. Ohio State has been a nice Big Ten team. Uh, not at the top, but certainly not at the bottom. And, and you know, pretty good program. So I, I think we'll know much more about this team by the time January 6th rolls around with the uh, home game against LSU to start conference play. Uh, One of the things that happened Wednesday that I didn't get to talk about because we had too much else going on with the Rangers and with football, uh, Bob Knight died. I didn't get a chance to talk about that very much. I may get Cessna. I'm sure he's had uh, a couple of conversations with Knight over the years. I did when he coached at Texas Tech. I actually started when he was at Indiana, Steve Alford's freshman year, and I was calling Aggie basketball about 40 years ago uh, in Bloomington. A&M played in a tournament up there. I got to see Knight firsthand. It wasn't pretty. 
the things, uh, you know, Bob Knight was polarizing for sure. There were people that loved him. There were people that hated him. Um, the people who loved him, um, their their mantra was, look, he never cheated, and he made sure his players graduated. I mean, that's great. Obviously, not a lot of coaches can say that. That's why they're there is to make sure their players graduate. But for the most part, Knight was profane and vulgar and a bully. He uh, loved trying to intimidate people. He could be charming when he wanted to be, which wasn't very often. He was very smart. He was obviously an outstanding basketball coach the winningest coach ever at the time that he retired. He wore out his welcome at Indiana. The reason he wore out his welcome is because he wasn't winning anymore. They were more than willing to put up with his behavior when he was winning national championships. But his last one was in 1987. He was fired in 2000 because of a series of incidents that caught up with him. You know, the old strangling a player, the old grabbing a student by the arm who he felt disrespected by, the old throwing a pot at plant at the basketball secretary, you know, just minor stuff. Um, was never a fan of Bobby Knight. Some people said, oh, I would want my son to play for him. I would never want my son to play for him, ever. Um, but, like I said, a polarizing figure over the years. I had some success at Texas Tech. Obviously not to the extent, but I believe he went to an Elite Eight at Texas Tech and won 30 games one year. I mean, no one ever said the guy didn't know basketball. He was an unbelievable coach. But like I said, that doesn't excuse behavior. And graduating players is not enough on the plus side. That, in my mind, should be a minimum for any coach. Now, I know it's not in this day and age, but it should be a minimum. It should be a starting point, right? Oh, and he never cheated. Well, again, that should be a starting point. That doesn't make him a great person, and he was far from that. Oliver Brothers Transmissions has been part of our community for longer than I've been part of our community, and that's a long time. But, you know, Larry is so much older than I am, too. Uh, Every day, the folks at Oliver Brothers go to work to repair transmissions, whether it's manual or automatic transmission service. Right there on Cabot, uh, 2107 Cabot, a block off Texas. Call them up. Make an appointment, 822-7878-822-7878, or online at oliverbrotherstransmissions.com, oliverbrotherstransmissions.com. Their motto says it all. No one knows transmissions like we do at Oliver Brothers. Suzanne, how long would you say we've been in business? Chuck, we've been the Brazos Valley's trusted quality floor center for 24 years. You've got it. That's because we know floors. We have a huge selection of wood, tile, vinyl plank, and carpet. And we take pride in helping our wonderful customers. Don't forget our unbeatable prices. Visit our showroom on Rock Prairie and Welburn Road. At Brazos Valley Floor and Design, you'll always find the largest selection at the best prices. And that's a promise. We come on in this loop, John B. All right, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. We've got the Writers' Roundtable coming up here on The Zone.
you receive a call or message that mentions Social Security and demanded immediate action? Did the caller know your Social Security number or other personal information and tell you that your Social Security number had been used in connection with the crime? Did you feel worried that your Social Security number might be suspended, your bank account might be frozen or seized, or you could be arrested? That is not the Social Security Administration. Social Security will not threaten you, demand your personal information or instant payment, email or text you pictures or documents, or use a real government official's name to gain your trust. Social Security does not accept payments by gift card, prepaid debit card, internet currency, or by mailing cash. Criminals use these forms of payment because they are hard to trace. Do not be fooled. Hang up. Ignore them. Report this criminal activity to the Social Security Administration